This is the Lakin Chronicles Road to Recovery podcast with addiction specialist, Dr. Greg Lakin. Real people, real stories, real addiction, and real recovery journeys. The Road to Recovery starts now. Hey, I'm uh, pleased to announce today that we have a guest that uh, has been in this area uh, for a long period of time. He's a licensed addiction counselor, but he's got his own story to tell, and I often forget that some of the most effective counselors and some of the people that help, uh, that are out there helping uh, people that are battling addiction the most are actually great counselors themselves with their own story and their own history. And so who knows better how an addict feels and the battles that um, they they have to endure than than somebody that's been there and somebody that, that knows how to succeed. And so we have a great success story here today. Chad, Chad, tell us if you would, and, and I've known you for years and worked with you for many, many years, and um, you, you do an incredible job and you help so many people, and I appreciate that. But tell us a little bit about how you came into the field and, and your story. Okay, well, I uh, struggled 12 years with alcohol mm-hmm. and uh, other drugs, cocaine, meth, pills. Um, so those 12 years I was using, I was a blackout drinker. Um, so a lot of it I don't remember. Um, got in trouble with the law a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so in and out of jail. And then finally in uh, 2002, I uh, got arrested for the last time for DUIs. and. Uh, Spent 13 months locked up. Then, um, kind of, once I got out, I, I felt like I really wanted, I needed to change. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got involved with a lot of uh, recovery programs mm-hmm. that helped me. Because um, myself, through the addiction, I've been to four or five different treatment centers mm-hmm. uh, trying to get clean. Um, so once I had a year or two clean, working through the 12-step programs, that's when I decided I wanted to do more. So I went back to school um, and got my addiction license or credentials. And uh, I've been working in the field now 12 years, I think, 12 or 15 years. Yeah. You know, that's amazing because I don't even know your story and I feel terrible because all I know is the Chad that is helping uh, other people battle their own addiction and helping people, you know, um, is able to connect with patients and able to inspire patients and coach patients to, 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 get, to get clean, to get sober. But I, you know, that's probably why you're so effective is, is you've been there, you've done that. And, and yeah, it's, it's just amazing to, it probably seems like a distant memory now, but um, that, that's quite, the, quite the, the journey. So you said that there was, I mean, real, really, you almost hit rock bottom, I would say. And you said that that last time in jail, you made a decision. Was there some triggering event or, or what kind of mindset started Well, uh, even when I was in jail, I had a lot of anger, mm-hmm. I guess. And uh, the only thing I wanted to do when I got out was mm-hmm. go back to my normal life mm-hmm. of drinking and drugging. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I guess a miracle happened, mm-hmm. 
um, when I was in the rooms of 12 Steps and talking to those people that uh, I finally, because uh, for that first year of clean, I, I was clean, but I was still miserable and fighting a lot of things. Right. Um, but then after that first year, I finally said, you know, this, I've had enough. And that's when I surrendered and became more spiritual mm -hmm. in my walk. And uh, start, things started looking up for me right. when I went back to school. And, yeah. and, that's, and that's a huge um, relief also. I, I noticed that a lot of people, there's so much anxiety with being sober or there's so much anxiety with um, not um, not knowing what's going to happen, that when you surrender, you literally release a lot of that. Isn't that true? Mm -hmm. I mean, could you yes. actually feel a kind I, of a shift? I did. I felt a big weight lifted mm -hmm. off of me. Right, right. And I've also noticed that a lot of faith-based recovery programs, there's also a lot of shame and a lot of guilt, mm -hmm. and you're able to get and, rid of that as well, I assume. Yes, and learning how to forgive myself and even others. Mm -hmm. during this time. Right. And then when you were in the throes of addiction, I mean, do, do you know what the causation was? I mean, was there, was there, I mean, why did you drink to, to I mean, black out? Um, well, I mean, the first time I ever drank, I knew I probably had a, an issue then because mm -hmm. I didn't drink like normal kids. Right. Um, I drank to get drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a lot of it was to fit in, right? You know, with different genres of people. Um, I never felt like I felt in, fit in with anybody. I see. Yeah, and you know, it's interesting because I don't know in the younger generation. I, I think a lot of them do drink to get drunk versus mm -hmm. social drinking. I mean, they don't even know how to manage it. You know, per se. Um, okay, and now, I mean. Recently married? I am. I, you know, that's another thing. I just got married here back in October. Yeah. And you're yeah. feeling like your chiefs, uh, this is the year? It's going to be the year. <laughs> <laughs> I actually heard you use the term dynasty. Did I not? You did. Well, well I hope you're right. I mean, that, that would be uh, excellent as well. So what, what is life now? I mean, you've been sober and clean for how long? Uh, be 18 years in August mm -hmm. I've been clean. And, and helping others, which, which is, is so amazing. And, and so what is, what is life like on, on the other side? I mean, tell people what... It's so much better. Yeah. I mean, I don't have all the... Uh, I mean, I still struggle even financially some, but mm -hmm. nothing like when I was out there using. I just didn't care if bills got paid or any of that. Right. So at least You could always escape from all the mm -hmm. grown-up... Yeah, well, that's amazing. Well, good. Is there is there any secrets to success? I know it wasn't easy, and I know that it's literally a journey. But any secrets to success do you think helped you? Um, well, I mean, I got to give the twelve step programs helped a lot. Mm -hmm. Having that additional support right. from other addicts and mm -hmm. alcoholics, um, the legal system played probably a big part too. Mm -hmm. You actually learned from it. You realized mm -hmm. the path you were going down and you had a choice to make, I guess. Is that mm -hmm. fair to say? Yes. Yeah. Well, good. And then it took a while, but I mean, you, you now, um, 
you don't need it anymore, I, I get the impression. Or you... And I was one of the fortunate ones. I mean, I got clean at 27 mm -hmm. instead of going on for 30 or 40 years. Mm -hmm. So I was pretty blessed in that aspect. Yeah, I heard you say earlier where you actually have time spans you don't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Doc, did, uh, if you don't mind, did you have an accountability partner in the 12th strip? Yes. Program. Yeah, I had uh, quite a few different sponsors. They're no longer with us. They passed away. But yes. And do you keep in touch with that I mean, with that accountability mm -hmm. partner still mm -hmm. today? Yes, I do. Oh, and um, I've sponsored other people in the past. Oh. I don't do too much anymore because of my job. I kind of separate the two. All right. But um, every Sunday, I still I've done it for 15 years now. But I bowl on the recovery bowling league every Sunday, and I'm yeah. still active in the community doing that stuff and I used to take meetings into the work release and the jails and right just kind of giving back to no that's that's amazing that's amazing and I know you have a tattoo I do right I got that when I was clean 12 years mm -hmm. um, and the nice thing about this is uh, it's AA and it's kind of a spiritual principle. Mm -hmm. In AA, we talk about the camel, and a camel stores water in its hump, mm -hmm. and it goes to his knees twice a day to pick up his load of water in the morning and night. So mm -hmm. in recovery, if we go to our knees in the morning and asking for help to get us through that day, mm -hmm. and then at night to thinking to get us through that day, you know, mm -hmm. completely clean and sober, then we can you know, be right. pretty successful, and then my sobriety date. Excellent. So, and I did that on my 12th year anniversary because I was clean as long as I used. Mm -hmm. And that's really the hope. I mean, we have, nobody's the exact same. Nobody, nobody's addiction is the exact same. But, I mean, what, what works for one may not work for another. But, I mean, and you went through different treatment programs. I did. Um, in your history. And all of a sudden, one day it clicked, huh? Yeah, I never could go back to the same one. You know, right. I had to keep switching around so they wouldn't know the... Right, right. Do you think that uh, some of the earlier ones you went through, that it was just your your mindset? A lot much? of it. I wasn't ready. Not ready um, to take that step? Mm-hmm. That first one. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of it, I mean, consequences help a lot to get clean, but they're not mm -hmm. going to keep you clean. So there's things that you're going to have to do once even you complete treatment or things to continue with your recovery for the lifelong. Right. I mean, it's a lifelong deal. And, and through your many years of treating others, uh, and, and really the focus for you now is more opioid addiction, which is, mm -hmm. you know, of course, killing people right and left. Um, what, what kind of tidbits have you taken away with regard to... What's successful and what is it with people? I mean, you've probably treated more addicts than most people. Um, well, and that's the thing. To be a counselor, you need to be adaptable to all sorts of people because not everybody's the same. Right. And they uh, need different things. Mm -hmm. um, but I still try to, um, the ones especially that need more support, mm -hmm. if they don't have family support and things, uh, 12-step programs, I'm still a big advocate for right. it, right. or even a faith-based mm -hmm. stuff, Celebrate Recovery, or there's other avenues out there to get involved with. And right.
Yeah, and then what do you do to help? Like now you've you've been clean for a long time. I mean, some of this is probably like a distant memory, you know. But but so so what works for you with regard to staying completely clean? You talked about weekly bowling. You talked about you know um, um, your tattoo, which is a constant trigger or a reminder of where where you've come from. Um, are there other tricks of the trade that you? Think um, are well, I still uh, attend meetings. Mm -hmm. Not every day like I used to when I first got clean, right. but you know when I really is having a bad day, mm -hmm. I uh, do that. I talk to my sponsor or work with another alcoholic or drug addict. Right, and then really this job by itself is mm -hmm. a constant reminder. I mean, you've actually used what you've learned to help others. I think that's right. incredible. Like, you know, and there's other staff members, other counselors that right. I can talk to if I'm struggling with something. Mm -hmm. Well, good, good. Well, I appreciate so much all you've done for people. I mean, I am told all the time that uh, what an incredible counselor you are and how you've been able to help people and, and connect with them where, where maybe they weren't ready before or others couldn't. So I want to thank you again and thank you, well, for, thank you. for coming down here. It takes a lot of uh, courage to tell your story and, and, uh, and I appreciate the fact that you're still willing to help others. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Dr. Lakin is a board-certified family medicine doctor with an emphasis in addiction medicine and over 25 years of experience. For addiction recovery services in the Wichita area, please visit www.centerforchangeks.com or visit samhsa.gov for a national directory of resources and recovery centers in your area. You can also find these links in the podcast description. Thank you for listening to the Lakin Chronicles Road to Recovery podcast. And remember, you've got this.